Welcome home to a life without limits, where you honor your alignment, nourish your soul, and awaken your inner goddess. Some days we fly, some, well, we've got you, sister. Abundance is your birthright. This is your remembrance. Hot Mess Goddess, juicy conversations for a luscious life. Welcome to the Hot Mess Goddess podcast, Marcy Log Sundari. (laughs) Yeah. I've been excited ever since this got arranged. I've been all morning just having the biggest grin on my face ready for this conversation, which we have no idea where the fuck it's going to go. Mm, So much infinite possibility, beloved. Yeah. Greatest adventure. There are no labels for you other than, you know, a name Sundari Marcy Locke, I don't even know how to introduce you as to what you do or what you be in this world. It Uh, is infinite because, gosh, you have blessed this world with so much of your presence in so many different ways that I actually couldn't think of one way to bring you into this conversation. But would you like to share anything at all? Mm, sure. I mean, you've also experienced me through so many different layers. I think from the yeah. first time I came to one of my experiences when I was global citizen and just being asked to teach all over the world in ashrams and caves and did an experience. And then you've been in my line to manifest program. And so it's like, even from then I'm like, wow, I'm like, feel like lifetimes different lifetimes of this is the, we can quantum leap and there's no such thing as time. Right. So you know that in like probably the greatest question or the most challenging question for me to answer is tell us about your story. Tell us about your experience. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's lifetimes of experience. We continue to evolve. We're not meant to be stagnant. Right. So yeah. Sundari, which is a Sanskrit word or Sundari is how I like to say it. Cause it makes it much easier for people. And I associate it to the sun and the codes of Amun Ra. And I'm here to be the light. Sundari um, in Sanskrit means divine beauty, universal beauty. It was given to me by an enlightened master in India which really represents my soul's path and my soul's journey, which is universal beauty, divine beauty, the beauty of all, the beauty of all that we are coming into our oneness and our wholeness, the light, the dark, the messy, the mystical, the human, all the parts of ourselves, which I absolutely adore. And yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm known as the alchemist of light because I'm here to just alchemize everything to light. And that's what I teach people to do is really transmute anything that is lower density, anything that is not in the highest vibration or in alignment to our divinity, our remembrance, our truth, our love, our unconditional infinite vastness and being that we are to transmute and transmit it and alchemize it into the high vibration of our remembrance that we can operate in these things. And even just getting to share with you before, it's like all that you've been alchemizing and and then coming into a greater capacity and a building remembrance. So that's really what I'm here to continue to journey with. Currently, let's see, I, I, uh, I have been called to many ways of service on the planet that is really bringing the new human training of the new earth, like training us to be new humans, uh, ways to be the future human, ways to be uh, operating from fifth dimensional consciousness and above, which is unconditional love and acceptance and compassion and all these things happening in the world. It's actually just to kind of see the silly game and alchemize them to bring us to more unity and more honoring and more love. So, um, but it's a very big difference from where I started on the journey. I mean, I've been on the, this journey of ascension, really devoted to my divinity, devoted to the divinity of our planet for probably 25 plus years, my love. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I started as a personal trainer that became a nutrition fitness expert on TV that was teaching mindset and how to align to the body. And then of course that evolved into the emotional connections, knowing that our emotions and feeling through things, our emotions vibrate 500,000 times more powerfully than any thought. So the mindset is just this little tiny inkling piece that we, a lot of us are stuck in the spiral of surface self-empowerment. So that came into it. And then I was, I think I was the uh, fuck yes life mentor. And then I was the million dollar mentor because then I, I coach people at a million dollar level. Went from the $2 an hour waitress that had two little boys to feed and had a cheating husband and, you know, fought my body my entire life, sicknesses, struggles abuse, you know, all things, all so much trauma that I asked for in this beautiful experience that I could truly come to a place of like, all things are beautiful. There is no judgment. There's no, there's nothing but beautiful experiences of playing with frequency that we chose to, uh, to come into our highest remembrance of ourselves. So there's many parts of my story and many things that I've done along the way. And uh, right now, currently, I'm just, I'm presently here with you, my love. So excited. <laughs> oh, so am I. And that's what I love so much about your story. One is that how much more joy can we bring into our lives is where, you know, that's, I think the last thing you said to me was how much more joy can you experience? And it's like, oh yeah, I can feel all of that. There's a lot of playfulness and it doesn't always have to be about, like growth doesn't always have to be, ugh, delving right. in the mud all the right. time. Because that doesn't even make you want to go there. It's like ugh, that heaviness, that resistance. Again, like I call most everything play because like I don't do breath work. I do breath play. And I'm just in a playground of my holy human experience and uh, playing into more prosperity, playing into more love because it's just playing and practicing. What else do I get to witness and what wants to be revealed? What, what inside me is wanting to be revealed from patterns, behaviors, triggers, anything showing up in my world that says this is ready to be loved. And so that I can alchemize the stories and the programs, et cetera, and, and play into a higher vibration of love, a higher experience, a higher you know, behavior. So I'm practicing and playing new ways of being human and new ways of remembering. And it's so much so much, you know, I, you know, that one of the things I teach is how does it get to be fun and easy, right? As part of the five steps. And it's like, instead of us looking for how we're creating our suffering, we see how we're creating our suffering and how we can actually create our own joy. And even in the depths of our, it's not to run from it, right? You know, this, it's to actually lean in. And just like you were telling me before a bit, well, I had to go through this another depths and this layer. And the more that we're willing to lean into those depths and feel all those things and accept all those things and not run from them and resist them and hide them or suppress them, but to lean in and, oh, hi, sweetie. Thank you for letting me know you're feeling this way. You're thinking this way. Oh, this is the thought. Oh, based on that program. And this is why. Wow. Thank you. Actually, what's true now and recoding and reprogramming that then I can actually receive even more because before I only had this capacity, you know, sustaining to that thought. And so it just gets to be so much greater and bigger, my love. So yes, 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 yes. Joy, 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 joy. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the things that uh, it's really helped me because you hear so many stories and yours in particular, you know, you were a single mom working $2 an hour waitress, that, that story that can be so common and mm -hmm. how you got out of it and how you got through it. But it's not like you're somehow now sitting up on a pedestal going, yep, you know, that's it. I've reached my mm -hmm. pillar. Like I'm just going to sit up here on this mountain for the rest of my life and chant or whatever. You're actually <laughs> still doing the play Every yes. single day in ah. you know, it's it's always more. How much more can I experience? How much more can I feel? How much more 
do mm-hmm. I get to play in this life? Because I'm not done yet. Yeah. And there's, there's many times I, I mean, believe me, I'm, there's, some, there's times I'm like, I just want to go fucking sit on the mountaintop and hang out with the Cinema Masters because I channel the Galactics and the Cinema Masters and the Angels. And it's like, they're like, you've done that. You've been the one in the ashram and the caves and doing the leadership in that way many lifetimes. And this lifetime, I'm here to be embodied in the experience fully. And, and it is, it's like, that's the, that's the journey. It's like, we're never, we've never arrived, but we always have already arrived. It's like the duality, the polarity of our mystical, magical, multidimensional self, as well as our human. It's like, I'm God consciousness here to be in a human body and experience to bring forth all these gifts in this remembrance. And because I wanted to dance in the playground of all the vastness of being human that my God consciousness can receive and be able to hold capacity for. And so it's like, I have arrived, right? I'm already God. I'm already perfect. I'm already whole. I'm already complete. There's nothing broken. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing, nothing but my beingness here experiencing each thing. It's when we shed the human labels, stories, attachments, programs, expectations, ideas that create our own suffering that say I haven't arrived. And at the same time, I'm always opening to a greater capacity, greater infinite. You know, every day I'm more wise, right? Because every day I'm more experienced. Every day I'm more, uh, you know, following the energy of what else there is. And so I believe this is kind of the difference. This feels like where this is going. This is kind of the difference in um, when people go through and it's almost like uh, the word for this coming through is like there, there's like a block or not an openness to what life is, is giving them. It's like, we want to stay in our comfort zone or move very slowly. And I'm like, fuck, we can quantum leap. There is no such thing as time. I see people transform so quickly. And it's because when we're willing to lean in and just, again, open and allow and accept and surrender and see what's there, it's like our mess becomes our message. Our wounds become our greatest strengths. It's what we came here for. Every part of our own DNA blueprint, each of us having our own unique blueprint, our shadow aspects get transformed into gift aspects and into acidic state frequencies. And so it's like, we can like you, you, it's almost like you're transmuting through lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes. And I know for me personally, I've even been told by, you know, the galactics and the, the angelics that I communicate with there. I mean, this was like years ago, even when I went on my global citizen journey, I completed another lifetime purpose. They're like, it was like my third one this lifetime. And it was like, I got a whole new Hara, a whole new, new guides, a whole new, like a whole new, it's like when you, you kind of complete and you're like, that just doesn't really feel like it lights me up anymore. And then the energy is kind of calling you to go over here where it's a little uncomfortable and you're not really sure about the message or the gifts or the things. And And you're, oh my gosh, it's calling me to another level of expression and being seen and being heard and and all these things, which I've seen you go through as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember that, that being such a big thing when we first interacted and now you're like podcast and writing and sharing. And it's just like, and I'm sure you're still experiencing these layers. When I did my first podcast, when I did my book, each thing was like <gasps> called to the next layer of an assignment when I did peace for the planet, which was seven days of light code activations. I never fucking done that. I was like, you want me to what you want me to get online <laughs> in front of thousands and thousands of people and channel live activations to code people's systems and, and clear out the, the, you know, what we're feeling in the field and the collective, this is when, you know, COVID hit. And it was like, <gasps> And, you know, from there, so many other gifts and capabilities came online. And so that was is. so epic. And so it's like when we can step through our own, our own shit, right? 
You've heard me say this, that the gift is in the shit, like whatever we're experiencing that feels like resistance is just waiting for what's to be revealed on the other side, which is, is the receiving whenever there's chaos. It's like, we're just kind of, I do these weird movements because this is how it feels in the system. It's like, it's like, it's coming up and trying to open the Kundalini and, and, and like move through the system. We're unraveling. So it's like these knots in our body system, our rainbow, our rainbow light bodies, we have stuck appendage points and stuck knots in our energy, emotions traumas, experiences that have created these, you know, this body that's like this and we're unraveling it. And the more you kind of, you hit that knot and you start to unravel it. Also what happens, it spirals into all these other things and people are like, oh, shit show. Oh, <laughs> what's happening? And it's like, oh, beloved, you're unraveling it all. It's just, you just, oh, all of it's coming out because we can only experience in front of us what is actually already vibrating within us. So if we're experiencing fear, if we're experiencing sadness, we're experiencing grief, any of these things are just, um, you know, triggering our vibrational match as within, so without, as above, so below, what gets to be witnessed. And it can be so easy when we're just like, oh, oh, another playground. Oh, another thing I get to play with. Can I lean in? Can I breathe? Can I allow myself to receive the feeling of all the sadness and these things? Oh, what's it connected to? And what we really do there, which I know you know how to do really well, Sally, is then you're like, well, what's that connected to? What's underneath? What does this remind me of? And all of a sudden you're just clearing through lifetimes of stuck energy that you're still carrying in your DNA and your body system. And so massive shifts can happen so quickly and you have a greater capacity. And so that's why it's like, we really can quantum leap. Um, and I actually have a, um, a quantum leap package on my, my website that we can give your listeners for free. We, they can, we can give them a code to get that whole package, oh, amazing. For free. but it is, it is like this, this is the, the gift we have is that we don't, you and I were talking about this before that trauma and experiencing trauma, we don't have to hold on to that trauma our entire lives, or it doesn't have to take a long time. We can transmute it with ease and grace. We can, and it doesn't mean you're not going to fully feel it all. <laughs> yeah. It becomes like, it's done. Like you're experiencing life where like, Oh, that thing that used to be so big for me and such a huge resistance, it's actually doesn't even resonate anymore. It doesn't feel true. And it's, it's done. So the gift is in this portal, uh, our playground here is how much, yeah. How much more can we experience? How much do we want to experience? And, and it really becomes, I believe, and I like to teach, how do we make it simple? How do we make it easy? And it's inch by inch because when we're going, okay, I have this huge thing and this is big mountaintop and ah, it's like, how do I climb that fucking mountain? Well, there's many ways up the mountaintop, but when I just bring my head back down and I look at the step, the next step, the next step, the next inch, all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I've gone like a whole fucking mile. Wow. I've done really good. Okay. Just keep focused on that step. And it's living presently in this moment, just like we are now, whatever wants to come through in this moment is the highest, greatest light. And can I be with that and be with anything that feels uncomfortable and get comfortable with being unknowing, get comfortable with the adventure, get comfortable with what wants to come through in my fullest expression and allowance. It is a big hot mess. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I love the mess. The mess is so fun. I wanted to ask you too, because what came through before when you were talking about God consciousness, because I know you had a religious upbringing. I was anti-religion most of my upbringing because I always blamed religion for my best friend dying. And Uh, there's always, you know, there was always that thing. And doing all of this stuff with you the last few years, that's completely shifted for me. Oh my gosh, in the most glorious way possible. Can you talk into that? Because some people might be going, what the fuck are they talking about God for? Sure. Yeah. And that's beautiful. I'm so glad you brought that up because really, so I see God as energy and, um, 
and you could call it divine, you could call it source, but it's like, we're all source consciousness. Um, every single cell in our being, it has a microcosm of the macrocosm, meaning like it's, if you look at a cell of our being an, under a microscope, it looks identical to the cosmos. It's like, it looks like, like we are that. Yes. So I am that and I'm not separate from it. So in our human brains, one of the, one of the, and this is why I always say like my human, cause I see myself from like my wholeness and my human. So sometimes I'm like, well, my wholeness is evaluating all this. And it's very interesting and funny. I can see right through all the illusions, but my human is fucking feeling this. My, my human is like really feeling this and this, this attachment to this or this idea that I wanted this way or et cetera. And so when we tune into like the vastness of ourselves, the grandness of ourselves, the biggest lie, one of the biggest lies, because there's obviously many lies that we could take on that, that I believe that we've taken on is separation from ourselves, separation from divinity. And that's separate from that. I am, I am all that too. I am God consciousness. So when I say God consciousness, you can replace it with whatever word I'm not reflecting to like this being that I have to ask permission for I actually teach people. It's like, you are the highest frequency that exists for you. Even, even me as a teacher where I'm a mentor, uh, I don't feel that I'm a guru or I'm like, I'm just here as a buddy. I'm hanging out with you. <laughs> like we're on this journey together, my love, like, because everyone is a reflection of me and me a reflection of them. And I am them and they are me. And this is why like my, my boys are my greatest growth partners. I've never, not that I never had once I evolved past that, I, I choose to see them as their own divine beings that have their own path and their own unique right to be seen and heard and make their own choices. And I honor them as my partners that I chose in this growth process. So with every single person, how I attune to this and, you know, basically what I've, I've been shown and the different things that I've learned is that every single moment Every single moment of our beingness here is divinely orchestrated. If you knew that every single interaction was for a reason and was intentional. So when I meet anyone, I can see them as God. I'm seeing them as magic. I'm seeing them as a sacred soul beloved and, you know, witnessing like, what am I here to receive? What am I here to give from them? Even if it's a smile and there's such a, there's a, a different way of being, because it was for me when I was in India, I've been in India several times. Um, and when one of my times in India, this, this code, this transmission came in with me where it was just like, this is when I was asked to serve more of the masses. I went from serving high level leaders, million dollar clients, some of the biggest businesses in the world, you know, teaching them to align all their life to the have it all life, like ultimate success, relationships, all these things. And there was a whole nother layer that I got to shed that to allow myself to go to a place where I transcended beyond the idea of money. And it was like in India that it came through. It was like, when I'm in my highest Dharma and serving, I will always be taken care of. And every single being became like, uh, a reflection of a beloved. And this is when we fall or when we rise, when we rise fully in love with ourselves, the old language can even come in with these old ideas. Right. But it's like to have a luscious love affair with myself, a luscious love affair with life. When I, when I see everything is a lovership, every single person is a lovership. Every experience is a lovership from washing myself in the shower to preparing food. We're fully connected with all of life. And so Think about the consciousness that gets to be there to be able to witness every single thing, person, animal, existence, all beings, all of life as a reflection of God. So if God isn't the word, it's as source, as divinity and seeing it as fucking beautiful and divine. Now, imagine the consciousness again that gets to be there to heal through all of our human stories to witness any way of life 
any people, whatever they're doing, whatever your family, whatever they're choosing to be, and literally see it out of honor and love, unconditional and acceptance, because that's operating fifth dimensional consciousness and above, which is unconditional love, unconditional compassion, acceptance, and to totally stand in the truth of honoring yourself. It's I honor myself. I stand in my truth. I am safe in my sovereignty. I'm a sovereign being. So I'm a source of my experience. And I see all of life as a part of this play. So we no longer kind of get pulled into the drama, the struggle, the suffering, the hardship, because all that's just our human creed now. And so that exists within me, my higher level conscious, my highest self-conscious, my connection to all those things coming into like alignment with my full vessel being, again, as we talked about cleaning our systems from the motions, the energy connections, now I'm a more clear channel of just accessing this consciousness, experiencing it through this vibration of my being into life. And at the same time, I'm here being human, having these human experiences that allow me to align to that level of consciousness, that allow me to see through the Maya, the illusions, to destory the patterns, behaviors, to actually see beyond the illusion that I ever was, had anything bad or wrong happen to me, anything was a mistake, et cetera, because all that's an illusion. When I chose it, I designed it with my highest self and my guides. It's like, ooh, these are the experiences you really want to take on so that you can alchemize all this, that you can be this vessel of truth and light, just like you are. You're such a, a, an example of that. So if I say religion is bad and wrong, now, yes, I was raised in a very strict religion to kind of bring it back to that. Most people would probably consider it cultish. You know, it was, um, I was raised Mormon in, um, an, or an LDS religion um, in Utah. And it was very much, uh, don't be seen, don't be heard, don't have a voice. Uh, you couldn't even say the word masturbation, couldn't wear a tank top. And women had to kind of be like um, submissive to the patriarch. And the man was in charge and got to run the household and all these things. And I also had stalkers, rapists, kidnappers, you know, so much abuse as a child as well. And, you know, a lot of fearful things because I was so afraid of the world and all these, these stories that I had. That, you know, to evolve, it, it came to a place of like, I don't see myself as anything other than spirit and spiritual. I don't really participate in any set religion. And I actually have no resistance to anyone choosing that if that's what's right for them. So it became so harmonized. Of course, my whole family is still is. And I love and we're all, I've only healed amazing relationships. So like honoring that. And I also got to choose my own pathway of what resonates for me and what doesn't. And so, you know, many of us have these religious ideas maybe put on of what, what being spiritual looks like or what being, and I, I know, um, one of my first breakthroughs was, was worried that when the word fuck wanted to come out of me on stage, that it was like, <laughs> people will think I'm not spiritual or that I, they won't hear my message. And there was all these things to dissolve as well around. If a word turns people off, then they're really not ready for me in the first place. And maybe that word's coming through me to trigger people to see what we believe about if someone uses this word, they're this or they're that. So there's just so much gold for us that you can witness if I buy into any of these stories, I'm blocking a way of connection. I'm blocking being open to see those people as love and light and what their gifts are and as God. I'm denying their divinity, which means if there's resistance in any area of life and any, anything in your life that you feel resistance to, whether it be a person, way of being, et cetera, we're literally putting up like blinders, almost like think of a horse with blinders, like, oh, I, I, okay, I'm going to block myself. And we are blocking to receive from the infinite supply and abilities of the universe. So all of it's just there for us to go, can I be with this fully? Can I see what are the illusions and the stories I have? What are they triggering within me that I'm not willing to own within myself? 
So that's what I mean by like God consciousness. Fuck. I mean, this could go on forever. God consciousness is like, (laughs) I see it all. I see it all. I am it all. I'm a part of it all. There is no separation for myself, my divinity, you or your divinity. I am that you are me. We are one, all of it. We're all intertwined in energy. So my God consciousness is available and I'm here being human. And (laughs) like, that's why I say, I love that messiness of being human. And I love getting more and more access of being the mystical divine being I am that allows me to just see through it all. And then it's just like a big fucking game. So <laughs> if that answered your question. Oh my gosh, yes. So from that upbringing, now that we've got a little bit of a picture of what that might have been like, even though we skimmed over, oh yeah, I got kidnapped and oh yeah, pretty fucking full oh, on at the time, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But from that, you have traveled the world multiple times. You had over a year where you were just on this mission to serve, however that looked and however you were called, which is what brought you to Australia. And I got to play with you in Perth, which was so fun. Yeah. Um, You've done plant medicine many, many times. What has been one of the standouts for you that created a really big shift? So many. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I've also been initiated as a priestess. I'm a Swami. I'm definitely considered a medicine woman because I worked with medicines for probably 10 plus years. And then there became the level of becoming like a channel, like channeling galactics. I work with 13 plus councils, leaders of light, a uh, bunch of angels, ascended masters, so many that you probably can't name, but it's just like, so it's like they've been these, you know, each thing accessing greater parts of me. Um, I would say plant medicine definitely is one of the, the, I mean, we got to do a little hop ceremony together when we did the, the VIP one-on-one day and just the yeah. clearing that's available with that. And that's even a sacred medicine that's legal that you can work with all the time. And I definitely, uh, it, it now it's almost like once you've experienced these things, again, when you feel called to something, let's say plant medicine in general, when you feel called to it and you get to work with this sacred medicine that activates and uh, awakens the DNA that's been dormant or been suppressed allows a lot of the the dissolving of the energy that's stuck in your body and system. It's just like such a huge, massive catapult. If you're doing it in alignment, meaning if you're doing it in sacred space as a sacred medicine, working with people that can guide and direct you on that, it's just such a huge catapult. And maybe one that comes to mind as to what most humans would be interested in is like, because we're all like, how do I make more money? How do I have better relationships? How do I, you know, and, and that's a part of our ascension to come to a place of absolute peace where we're in harmony. We're in balance with all life. Disease is out of ease with life. Dysfunction only comes from that disease within ourselves, out of ease with life and within ourselves that creates that as an external reflection in our body systems. So, and I don't know if you've heard this story, maybe you've heard this story, but I mean, even when I got called to offer coaching at a million dollar level, it was not a business decision. It was not a strategy. It was not a mental thinking it through. And so one of the big things I share with people is you know, having an embodied empire, meaning the empire of your life, like embodied in these frequencies and being led by spirit and guided by spirit that just keeps us evolving and keeps us allowing ourselves to align to what is in our, is is the highest for us that allows us to have the greatest experience. But when we're taught very patriarchal, structural, only masculine, now the masculine is beautiful and divine and it supports the feminine play and all of her flow when it's held in alignment and it's, 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 a the structure or the masculine that I like to say through, uh, through alignment, what the masculine shows up as, but a lot of us have only learned how to do business, 
how to do things from a structural, this is the way it's supposed to be kind of like idea, like, okay, okay, this is how I'm supposed to do this. I think I should do this. I think I should do that. And it's coming from thinking and not feeling, not following the energy, not following our own intuition, our guidance. And a lot of times, my love, for whatever reason, this is coming through that, that this is why there's such a disconnect in people knowing how to follow or feel their own intuition and guidance, which means also just being in, again, as we talk about being in connection with all of life, the universe, life is constantly putting things in your field for you to pay attention to. And when you just follow that and get curious, literally guides you to the next step and then the next step and the next step. And that's how creation happens. It happens in this moment, not well, let me think out this plan and let me figure this out. Now we can have intentions, but when we have attachments and we're striving to hold on to this one way, we're literally blocking off all the infinite other ways that it can get even way greater and that we can receive even more. And so it's like when we, uh, what I was going to say is with the, we were going back to like all the things that I've done. When, when I, I there's a time that I was in the jungle uh, in Colombia and I was working with grandmother Abuelita Ayahuasca and she came in and she said, Hey, sweetheart. She's like, it's time. She's like, it's time for you to actually work with people at a higher level because there's these leaders that are meant to do big things for the world that will not basically like not move through their bullshit, not move through their comfort zone unless they're working with you and have a high investment in themselves. So basically he's telling me you need to up your price so that you attract these people and you work with these people at this price point. And I was like, okay. And I, at the time was doing coaching at 150,000. And so I was like, okay, like, what does that look like? Like 200. And she was like, no, like 250. She's like, no, 300 thinking like, this is, you know, already a big jump from what I did. No, she's, I'm like 500. She's like, no. And she was like, it's a million. And I would like, my human brain would not have been able to wrap around that. Again, I was like, she showed me literally five people. She showed me, I knew if they were male or female, I knew where they were in the world. I knew uh, what they were struggling with. I knew exactly what their gifts were to give the world, but why they were blocked in not being able to do it. Now she's, as she's saying, it, it will take that level of investment in themselves to be able to move through their stuff. It's not about, and that's why we know everything is the law of parallel returns. When I invest in myself, at whatever degree I do, I receive back even more than I could ever imagine. So this is why I highly invest in myself and I always have. It's like, it's like I'm always investing in like, what is that thing that I get to lean into because it always comes back. And I have a plethora of stories that I could share as examples of that. But so I came out of the jungle, just again, guided by spirit. You get to step into this. Now that asked me to clear up my own bullshit of whatever felt scary about doing that, my own value about that, what I felt like I could deliver with that and own that and then just follow the guidance. So I came out of the the jungle and declared it and like, okay, I'm now receiving five people at a million dollar level. And the first person that I told was like, wow, uh, that's like Tony Robbins. And he's the only one that I know that can do that. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm Marcy Locke. I'm motherfucking Marcy Locke and I do it too. Those were my exact words. And it was just like, I have to claim this and own this and follow the energy and the guidance to it. And within 30 days, I had my first million dollar client, which again, it was a huge stretch for him to do a mill. He kept wanting a $500,000 level with a million dollar, what he wanted to get. And I was like, not attached again. This is part of it. Not attached, even though my my things had been um, at a lower level before. It's not like, well, let me let me just give you that because I can. It's holding our truth. I'm like, this is what I'm called to. If you want this experience, it's at this level of investment. If you want this experience, it's at this level of investment. 
He ended up going for the million dollar investment and within five weeks had a $5 million ROI already. And had like, he was like, had these deals and things come in. He's like, it would never have happened if we didn't clean up my shit, clean up all the things and be able to be in alignment. And that showed up. And so it's like spirit, our life is just guiding us to what's the most beautiful, glorious thing. So plant medicines definitely, I feel like can be a massive quantum leap when they're right, when the timing is right, and when you're doing them in the right way. And then you, you, it's not that you need to keep always working with them. It's only when they call. And like, it's like, I've accessed so many abilities from those that I don't require to be on plant medicine to do anymore. Like I can look up and I can witness the quantum field. I can, you know, communicate light language, all these things that came in as I activated those gifts. So, um, gosh, and, and I, I may bring it on a simple level. I would say just choosing to live life presently and being proactive. Those are the two ways that I teach that you can have massive shifts. If I'm being present, like you and I were talking about your experience just recently, this thing shows up. You can fucking do anything else, but but focus on this thing, (laughs) work through this thing. Life was like, you know, it's not like you can be like, okay, I'm just going to go, you know, pretend over here. It's like, this is asking for my attention. What's showing up in life right in front of us is our purpose. We are our purpose. And if we want to clear whatever it is to create more money and abundance, it's not going, oh, I'm going to focus on this money over here. It's what's right here that's creating a disconnect in your energy and your programs that is saying, I'm not worthy, could be in relationship, could be connected to anything. And that's actually connected you to being worthy to receive more money and being a clear channel to receive more money. So being present with life. And then what I also teach is this is where we also play a game of being proactive. You know, we dive into what are our unconscious commitments? What are we creating that we haven't been aware of? And what, what it's like, what are my relationships looking like? What is my money, my money story, my, my experience with abundance of the universe. And we can lean in and be proactive at cleaning up those things, not just waiting for them to happen. And this is why we can quantum leap so fast because we're just like, this becomes a lifestyle. Like, you know, me living in peace is my highest priority. Because whatever I'm not at peace with in life is showing me what wants to be healed, revealed, and loved that I can become at peace with it. So I'm continuing to expand being comfortable with whatever was uncomfortable. And then as I transmute that, also my capacity is even greater. And, you know, it's like, I'm not uncomfortable with that anymore. I'm not uncomfortable with any way of being, any people doing anything, any ideas and stories. Doesn't create my own suffering. I'm not attached to it. I love and honor you, beloved. And in healing, so many times people think, well, if I'm healed, then I won't attract it anymore. Like there should be no one ever that shows up in my space that has these manipulation games or et cetera. You, you, you're going to go home to your family and the parent that maybe used, uh, you know, blame, shame patterns or manipulation of like, oh, you never do this. And why don't you do that? It's just going to be healed and transmuted. That can be, there can be a shift in experience in that, but that your healing means you actually aren't attached to it. Yes. They can show up exactly as they are. And you're just like, thank you, mother. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for letting me know you're feeling this way. And, and it's like not, it doesn't trigger you anymore. That's your work, your healing. And obviously the things around you will start to shift because when you don't buy into that anymore, it kind of dissolves and it doesn't really work anymore. So um <laughs> that's been the biggest thing I've noticed, to be honest. Yes. Is, um, yeah. Being present with what life has, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I've gone from expecting everything to be all love and light when I get home from these things or the more work I do on myself, the more healing that I do, the more love I pour into myself, the more of these incredible events and programs and things that I do that I'm just so in love with. Mm -hmm. I expected my whole world to be peace, love and fucking unicorns. And that's not (laughs) Yes. But my reaction to it all little bit by little bit by little bit began to shift. Yeah. And that's the healing that because otherwise we're buying into the same dogma store ideas of conditional love and transactional love that society's already teaching with, well, I'll love you if you act this way. I'll love you if you do this and it's conditional. So it's like, okay, I come home and you're making me uncomfortable because you're being that way. You're acting that way. I don't love that. And I have a condition versus like, I'm good. I love myself. I see you. I honor you. And what do we want to create? You know, so yeah, beautiful message, my love. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. I have a teenage daughter who pushes my buttons on a daily basis, and I get to smile now. And yeah, yeah it still pisses me off sometimes. I'm human. Yeah, but less and less and less, and the more, the more I can actually smile and recognize mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah, this actually used to really trigger me, and now I'm seeing her. I'm seeing her pain, or yeah. I'm seeing her heart. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing her so differently now and it has changed everything. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing where her little girl just wants to be loved sometimes. Yeah. Instead of seeing sure. a spurt little brat. You know, it's yeah. a different way of looking at it. Oh, so different. Whenever my Gavin the Great, now he's 14 now, but he's whenever when he was little, and when I learned that switch, that it it was just like when he was in that uh, 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 I'd get down on my knees. I'm like, oh sweetie. I'm like, what are you really feeling? And just soften and ask him, what are you feeling? Or like, why is that? And it just opens up to be, and it like, sometimes he just, and he was like trying to hold on to this like hardness. And then I'd be like, do you really just want to hug? You know? And he'd finally just like drop in and hug and then let it all go. And it's like, at the core, we all just want to be loved. So it's like witnessing their independence, witnessing their divinity, witnessing their voice and just creates conscious relationships, which I know you've probably heard me say is, is I believe the only, if I even use the word job as like a human word to describe it, but really the only requirement, the only thing that I see as, as part of my to do in, in conscious relationship or in relationship is to be a field of unconditional love, support, and acceptance. That's it. Because I can honor you as a being. And I mean, I know then just saying that all these parents are like, what, but what about this? And how do you do this? How do you actually raise them and teach them and do this and hold these things? You know, and it's it's like moving through those things where we have stories of what we should be doing or what we have to do or what is our responsibility and actually coming into honoring again every being in, in these conversations and like what we want to create and how we get to be honored and how life can be a completely different story and experience in relationships than what we've been taught. But so we also get to look at what is our relationship with relationship, if it's struggle, if it's suffering. And you know, there's all these ideas about teenagers and how they are. And I remember hearing that and being like, that's interesting. Like, do I choose to buy into that story? Like, what do I want to create? You know? And just, uh, yeah, there's so many, so many infinite possibilities of how we want to experience life. And it can be different for each of us because we're all uniquely different aspects of source that, that are here to create whatever we want to experience. So I think just giving that permission to people to be like, wait, is this creating my suffering? And I like to bring it to everything back to energy makes it so simple. I'm like, when we think this thought, when we view it from this perception, when we hear it this way, whatever, are we feeling contraction 
or expansion. And it's that simple. If I'm in contraction and I'm blocking and the energy's heavy, then, you know, it tells me like lies will always limit you and will always feel heavy. Truth always feels light and sets you free. And so there's just some interplay or inner work, however you want to call it, to like see what are the programs, the stories, the ideas, the attachments, expectations, the patterns, the behaviors that are playing out that are creating suffering. And if it's creating suffering, if you're really God, and again, this is where we can bring it back to God consciousness. And just when I really, when I say like our opportunity is to align to our divinity, meaning if I'm in alignment with my divinity, then an idea of this would be, I could actually never say something bad about myself or anyone else because I see myself as divinity. Am I there yet? I still have human thoughts that are like, and I'm like, oh, interesting, sweetheart. What are you thinking or feeling? And so it's like, but to, to come to the place of where we're operating from such a high vibration, we remember, we remember this, you know, that this is, and, it, and it's just like, even in this time in the world, there is all things happening, right? Like everyone can experience something different. And, and we see like in each situation, someone can still choose bliss and joy and gratitude and appreciation. And someone else can choose complaining and blame and judgment and struggle in our divinity as gods, God consciousness, as divine source, we literally are here to just have the experience we want and we can do it and learn and grow and evolve into that remembrance in whatever way we choose through hardship and struggle and suffering, or we can learn through bliss to learn through as you're like, Ooh, how much more joy can I receive? How much more connection can I receive? I can do that through play and bliss and joy, and I can learn greater connection. And I can also learn and keep learning issues around connection through struggle and suffering and pain. So it's, it's just like, if all that's available and we have infinite possibilities available, you know, like we're that divinely magical, really, it comes down to choice. What do we really want to choose? What do we want to be experienced? And there's no story around what's right or wrong, what's good or bad. It's like, if someone's choosing something and that's, that's exactly where they're meant to be in this perfect place and time of their evolution. And you can never judge that even from a different consciousness. Cause it's like, where are they going to be in five years, two years, one year? Where was I? I? I obviously am that too. I can own those traits. I can play that out. When have I ever done that? So when we just see it all as like beautiful and divine and just each of us in our own perfect process of our ascension, our remembering, all reflecting for each other what's available, how could we ever judge another for where they're at or have a story attachment to what they're doing? Or, you know what I mean? It's like, just take fucking responsibility, radical responsibility myself and choose to be the greatest, highest light being. And how can I actually uh, affect the world from that space and enjoy my experience from that space? And that's also what's available. Yeah, it is. And it's easier said than done sometimes, you know, when you're in the thick of it all. It's a, it's a journey to learn those tools. And this is why I I geek out on embodiment tools and practices, because this is how we're learning to dissolve because it is when you're in the the lower density vibration when all you've known and this is actually like you've seen my um this is one of my companies my frequency activator it actually I'm wearing mine you are I love it yeah and I mean everyone that has one is always like I can't I don't want to take it off I just I if I do I feel like they feel this frequency and like everyone sees it and they're like what is that bottom line, it's connected to an activator, a mothership activator that we built with all this specialized equipment and software that really um, emits frequency. And so the intention was if someone's at a lower vibration and density, they don't know what it feels like to feel joy maybe all the time. Or like, because again, as I teach, like if our natural divine state is joy, bliss, harmony, love, 
this is our natural divine state to be enlightenment is to be in light. It is to like, when we're in this, this knowing again, I don't choose into the drama and the struggle and the suffering that makes me lower density. So it's like, I'm just in this knowing I'm in a higher vibration. Hence, when I'm in a higher vibration, I attract everything of that vibration. Cause you always manifest what you vibrate when I'm in a higher vibration. I'm, I'm, um, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm an easy magnifier of this. Yeah. When we're down here, it feels fucking hard because what we are vibrating out is like, ah, and then, so the things keep happening. It's like, ah, and so how do we lift ourselves? The only way to not buy into what's happening in the collective is to rise above it. And so it is through in, in, and this is why I like to break it down into simple tools that we take this moment. Oh, I'm feeling this thing. And it's not to run from it's to lean in like, Oh, sweetheart, what am I feeling? Begin a, a relationship with our inner child. Why am I feeling that? And learning how to d- to feel the emotions that they can move through the system, how to dissolve the stories, how to come to like, well, what do I really want? If I really want this, then is this pattern behavior really going to keep getting me, getting me anything different? Well, then what am I kind of calling myself to? What do I get to believe now is true? How do I implement that? And how does it get to be fun and easy? And so it's like little by little, we're just kind of picking away at that, that density and bring it up, bring it up, bring it up that we feel a higher vibration. This was meant to, you know, imprint vibrations that people are literally like, wow, like the things that used to trigger me don't really trigger me. And it's just, that's why we know everything is frequency and everything is energy. If you're in the shower and just like, oh, I love you, beloved. And you're loving on yourself and you're doing all that. That's a different vibrational experience that you're having than if you're just like, okay, I got to hurry and wash my hair and just didn't get out. Right? So do we see the opportunity in every single moment to... This is some, another aspect I teach is becoming a lover with life. Like, like I am my own greatest lover. I am my own greatest love story. I am my greatest adventure. I am my own sacred divine union. And, and can I become a lover with every practice, like everything intentional? So going back to, again, God consciousness, where it's like, if every moment is intentional, then I am the medicine. I am the altar. Every step is my medicine. Every step, everything I do becomes intentional. Like how much vibration can I bring into this? So you, I think you were around me probably, we've probably seen me do this where like blessing the food. Yes. We did that in Perth. Yeah. It's like, like, I'm like, singing to the food and blessing to the food and to plants and animals, people all that participate in encoding of love and light and telling my body how to receive it. And, you know, literally like, abundance, blessing, blessing, ah! we're like having, and it's like, that's what I'm taking in. Like, and I'm, I'm having this experience with preparing it and, and witnessing it. And then each bite is like, oh, mm, yeah. And like livening my senses, very different experience. It's available than the human that's like, okay, make my food. I have to sit down and hurry and eat. Right. And not yeah. even aware of the feelings or sensations or, or the vibration that we're giving and bringing in. So even like with breath being our life force energy that clears our system and, and communicates information to our bodies, most people are walking around breathing and not even conscious of their breathing. Right. So we just, you can see the vastness that's available for us as we get to light in that. And so, yeah, uh, this is why I like to share and, and we'll share this, um, that, uh, free code to that whole quantum field. Cause it goes through my entire freedom activators, which is the five steps, you know, that I is love the, core the five steps. core foundational thing. It was downloaded, uploaded to me from angels when I was going through healing myself of breast cancer. And has, it's still, it's like foundational teaches you to completely re reprogram how you operate. And every time you're in any resistance, how to move through it. 
So there's the five steps. There's, I think one of my channeled activations, there's uh, gosh, one of my breath plays like for longevity breath play, there's my joy training, how to live in hundred percent joy now. So there's just kind of this little package to really help people like, again, really quickly receive the consciousness level and the tools to start to embody that. So we can make sure that your listeners have that as well. So I love that we just like, (laughs) you definitely spoke about all these lifetimes that you've experienced in this one lifetime because you Mm -hmm. just, you know, haphazardly said, oh, you know, when I cured myself of breast cancer, that would be someone's (laughs) three hour long story that we spoke about, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just off the cuff. Healing my body of many sicknesses and diseases. And yeah, that's why I say like, we can just continue to receive what else is next? What else is next? Like, I don't necessarily have to stay in that story. I'm like, some of those things, honestly, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I experienced that. I experienced that because it is like so foreign to me. And because I've transmuted it that, you know, I don't operate in that, even that as a perception, like that the beliefs, I believe the beliefs can switch completely. Like I was actually coaching and teaching them. A high level client, and she's a high level uh, relationship coach and expert. And I was sharing and, and kind of moving through some things with her. And she was like, I just realized she's always had this idea that you can never actually get rid of your story. She's always taught people that, you know, you're not, you can never actually get rid of your story, but you can love it. And, and I'm like, well, let's fill into that thought. Is that limiting or is that expansive? And as God and divinity, is it really true? So, what, 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 you know, when we, we find a way that it can feel true, I was like, what can be true is this was just an experience. It doesn't ever have to be my story. And I don't have to hold on to this story. It just, at this time, I came in as God. I came in in this perfect blueprint. I designed perfect experiences for me to learn and grow through different things, but they were all just experiences playing with frequency, experiences playing with different ideas, different attachments, just different stories, different behaviors. So it's like at any time I can choose a different experience and a different way of being. And so we, we do get to dissolve. And it, it, some of these are core wounds. We have layers and layers and layers. And so we also want to let go of this idea that, oh my gosh, if something pops back up, oh, I suck. I haven't healed it or yes, blame or shame. I actually always taught that I'm like, it's because it's a core wound reflector. It's just, it's just saying, hey, pay attention, next level, next layer pay attention inside now is pain as to what's the next layer that is ready. It's finally ready for your capacity is greater for you to actually be with it, to reveal it, to heal it, to see it, to, to allow that to now move through you having a greater ability that you have so that that is even more clean. And so it might feel like you go back to like old programs or patterns or behaviors or thoughts or experiences that you're like, I fucking thought I healed this forever ago. Why the hell is this back in? And again, when we resist we're making it hard when we just go, oh, interesting. Thank you, lover. And knowing every day is this beautiful variation. And we might have all this stuff come up. And instead of being like, ah, I'm just like, oh, interesting. It's one of those days. Okay. I'm gonna be gentle. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, there's some things to feel into. There's things to like, okay, do I get to go do emotional expression and fucking rage it out and anger it out? And, or do like, what am I, what is my soul really asking for that I get to let this move through? And we can get more and more aware of just let's look let's look at it as our infinite capacity of who we are that we don't create limitation on it or we don't have to we don't have to create suffering suffering is a choice and so we can just witness it for what it is every emotion is beautiful every experience is divine i know i would not be the being i am today if i hadn't had those multiple traumatic experiences and lifetimes of different things 
that have allowed me to know how do I, you know, code my body with regeneration and my, and, you know, uh, all the things that I know from going through all those struggles with my body from anorexia and bulimia. And I fought my body for years to all the sicknesses and diseases that I went through. Like I said, that taught me, it allowed me to learn emotional connections and teach me how to actually work with my body as a divine rainbow light body, how to clear the body. It's like, I keep getting younger. I keep getting more bright. And it's like, I don't buy into a story of aging anymore, but if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that beautiful awareness. And then the next layer. So, I mean, from all of this, I hope that people are really getting that. Wow. My life is fucking beautiful. Like everything I've experienced has been a gift. I set up for myself to kind of catapult me up that next step of the mountain to receive even greater, to have a greater view, to be able to, to, to receive even more. And when we can just lean in and first allow and surrender and accept that and bring compassion, and love to it. And again, that, that in, if you go through that quantum leap package, it'll guide you through the depths of, you know, working through that stuff. So you get the little, the little steps to do, to be able to do it versus like, yeah, just everybody just love and light it. Woo! We're definitely not, <laughs> we're definitely not preaching the surface self-empowerment. You know, I'm, I've always been a big proponent for it's not, okay, let me just shift my focus. Let me just, you know, perceive this out of love and light. What we're saying is what's beyond the illusion you're, you're thinking of your suffering is that it actually is for you. It was designed by you. It's all love because it's only here to give you greater access and ability to love. And it's what you chose. So now can we lean into that scary parts that felt so up and knowing that it's for us and, you know, working with our inner child that's just in curiosity and discovery and let me see what's here to then evolve it to wow i do see it now and believe it as wow look at what i received from this look at what i actually got this is for me and this is what's true and now what can i transcend it into and alchemize it into that i now anchor in a new belief where it's like whatever it is i'm safe i'm you know here to be fully seen and expressed i'm i'm worthy of taking up space i'm worthy of being fully supported by the universe worthy of all the fucking sensuality pleasure and bliss and joy Woo! like all of it <laughs> yeah you are, oh my gosh you're such a gift because i think i was first attracted to you because it was i thought oh this is all just going to be light and fun and you know <laughs> it kind of was and you know i'm glad that that aspect of you brought me in because mm. that embodiment stuff, holy shit, there's been some depths there. And yeah. even in the day in Perth, you know, I think yeah. I cried most of the day. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I could not have been in more bliss. And along with all the experiences, the breath, one of the, um, the breath plays, I think, of yours that I did, uh, went through it and then I felt the ancestral healing that needed to come from that. And I wailed and cried for 20 mm. minutes solid. The mm. tears that came out of me weren't even mine. Mm. After that, I could not have felt more joy and more love, like my capacity to actually, you know, I had blocked off the low feelings, but it also blocked off the joy ones. I was just living in mid-range, you know, this safe range of feeling. Yeah. I was able to feel more pain, but so much more joy and bliss. Mm. So what a gift that has been. Thank you, beloved, for sharing that. Cause that is, that's, that's the reflection of how it works. The more I can go even deeper and, and create more space and allowance, the more I can go even higher. And, um, it is, I remember that day with you, you were in the back of the room and I just remember I kept feeling your energy and coming to you and like, I think you're like, you very much were like, if I'm just sitting in the back room, I'm going to hide. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like called you out. And you like did. Asked. <laughs> Going, why is she looking at me? There's so many people here. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't remember the whole experience, but I just remember like kind of coming to you and calling you out and I could just feel you like, no, I'm back here to hide. And I'm like, so we're going here. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. What a, what a beautiful experience and to, to see and witness you now. And then the life. next day we got to have, you know, a much more intimate experience yeah. with the VIP with um, yeah. five of us, I think there were. So yeah. there was no hiding then. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and you know what, and that's the silly thing about hiding. You know, I know you've heard this story and I'll just kind of share quickly with everyone that like when, you know, one of the things I got to transmute is I went from being a, um, a nutrition fitness expert and I'd created a 90 day program in gyms. It was kind of the first step for me being that $2 an hour waitress. I got inspired to like, okay, I'll create this. And, and when I got offered to be on TV, I had, uh, the very next day I went to get up and I, I couldn't put any weight on my right foot. Literally, I like fell on the floor. It was like, I, it just hurt and I couldn't put any pressure. And it's like, I went to bed, nothing happened. I didn't do anything to it. And my human starts going, oh my gosh, I better, um, how am I going to pay the bills? And if I can't run my program and take care of my boys and ran to the chiropractor and he did a little do, do, do. And I like, okay, I could put a little pressure on it. But by the time I, I got in my car, by the time I got home, I couldn't put pressure on again. And I think I ran back to him like three times before I was like, whoa, 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 tune in like exactly what I teach. It was a, another level of this layer of me embodying, like tuning into like the emotions, like obviously this physical symptom is showing what's emotionally connected to. And as I leaned in again, the right foot moving forward, the masculine energy choosing like future moving forward in life. And here I'd been offered this TV spot to do a weekly be the nutrition fitness mindset expert. And as I went in, my little girl was like, fuck, no, fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck, fuck, no. The moment you are seen and you get on TV, you're going to be attacked. You're going to be abused. You're going to die. Like all the programs connected to being seen was like, I'm going to, I'm gonna, literally going to lose everything. I'm going to die. And as I got to, again, lean in, feel all those feelings, what it was connected to all the fear of being seen that, it, you know, all the things and then uh, connecting to my little girl realizing the contract she made, we made, were so fucking brilliant. This is a whole other aspect of shadow work, which I don't even really see anything as shadow. It's all just frequency. It's just different frequencies. But in this aspect of like, we are so fucking brilliant. You're, you are so brilliant. You're actually manifesting everything you want. And if you could see how you're actually, I like to use the word like getting off because it's like, you're getting something from it. Like how you're actually getting off of receiving pain, suffering, uh, being suppressed any of that, you're actually literally manifesting it and fulfilling a desire. And so, you know, when we stop rejecting and pushing that away, it's like, oh, actually my, my little girl is doing, this is what we decided. This is how we stay safe. If we stay hidden, we stay small. So this is, this is outside the lines. We're not doing this. And when I got to reprogram with her, just let her know, thank you, beloved, for letting me know what, you, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and what, you, what we decided was safe. Well, actually, what we now know is that this is what safety is. When I'm in the light is when I am the most safe. When we're seen is when we're the most safe. When I'm actually being seen is when I'm actually the most fulfilled and the most joy. I'm doing what I love. And then I'm tracking those people that we are here to serve. And we just got to recode the story. Now, there was many layers. It doesn't mean that it didn't pop up and it didn't pop up again. As I was asked to do my podcast, as I was asked to do my book, as I was asked to do these things, each time it was another layer of like, oh, are you sure? Can you be seen that big? Can we, can we be that vulnerable, that authentic, that transparent? Can we let everyone see everything within us? Because my podcast was simply a call to like share my deepest immersions all around the world and the crazy shit that I've done and <laughs> all the all the healing work through my own, you know, transparency. And each one was just that next layer. But if I didn't 
again, go, that's right. This is actually what's true. And it became, it's safe to be seen. It's safe to do these things. And then there might be another layer, but that's the, the alchemizing that gets to happen that then we, what it comes to is like, you know, like I, I don't have this idea or fear of that. I'm going to be attacked or abused. Like it doesn't exist. I actually go all over the world. I have gone all over the world and done all those things. And in the craziest circumstances and situations that most people feel like are, are super scary. And I don't have the thought that I'm, I could ever be unsafe. And even people have been like, how could you, you know, you all the time you live, you live alone. I'm like, I'm fully with me. I'm with this. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so it's like how all these ideas get to shift of what we think and allow what's actually possible and what's actually there. So it is, it is a beautiful gift of, um, you know, each of those levels and those layers to be able to alchemize those stories and experience what's available on the other side. Oh, pure fucking magic. Thank you so, (laughs) so much. Magic, right? Yeah. Thank (laughs) you for your beautiful presence and your light and your joy today. It's just, oh, lit me up so much. Uh, sweetie, thank you so much. It's so, uh, it's such a beautiful honor to witness you and where you're at in your journey. And from when I first got to interact with you and to see you just continue to evolve and lean in and, you know, all the souls that you share with and all the gifts that you bring as well. And so thank you for bringing this, your voice and this message as well for so many people to receive such a gift. Uh, thank you. And I will put the link to your website in yeah. this podcast, but is there anything else that you've got going on right now that you might know about? You know, life is, I'm so always shifting and changing. I mean, the, the easiest way to get that, what we talked about, the quantum leap package, if you go to my site, which is just marcylock.com, I think you go to store where all the products and all the things are. And if you look for quantum leap package, if you put in the code alchemist, all caps, so just spell the word alchemist, all caps, I'll put it in ease and grace, right? That will get you access to that. That's definitely something that, you know, I just be able to give yourself permission to go through and contribute. Um, and then, you know, I'm just always sharing Facebook, Instagram, my podcast, all, a lot of the things are there. Like you can find my book, you can find my podcast whatever programs or things that I'm sharing. Sometimes I'm sharing online, uh, you know, online one or two day events. And a lot of, sometimes I'm also just in my, my best life tribe and my, which you've experienced in my line to manifest mastermind, which you've also experienced. So just sharing in whatever way, and just feel free to be on the journey. I'm just so grateful to be on the journey with all the souls here. I know this is the greatest awakening that we're in and everyone here is like, I came to fucking be here. <laughs> Do <Yeah. my> best. <laughs> we're doing this. We're creating new earth community. I mean, I'm definitely a big proponent as a new earth ambassador and with the, working with the galactic federations and that and building, um, I'm actually buying land here for new earth community. And so there's just, uh, there's so much that we all just get to experience as we're awakening into this next level of ways of being together. So I just really honor everyone for being here and, and obviously, uh, being drawn to this because, uh, there's something here for all of us to do together and rise together in love. So yeah. Oh, aho. beloved. Aho. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Lovers. Thank you so much for joining us today if you've enjoyed this episode we'd be ever so grateful and it would really help a girl out if you'd share the love subscribe rate and review so others can find us too much love